Welcome to Hard in the Paint. When I came home in October 2020, the first job I had was with the Venice Basketball League. One of the players I met in the Venice Basketball League was Larry Buda Boyd. Before I interview him, I want you to watch this tape and get to know a little bit about him. Good, man. Game man, it's game day, bro. Bro, I'm gonna start crying, bro. I'm gonna cry in this bitch, man. Sitting here with Larry Buda Boy. What's up with my dude? Man, what's, what's crackling? What's up, my guy? <laughs> Welcome to Hard in the Paint, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks what you for think, man? What it look like? Man, honestly, the people here are just amazing. That's the first thing I want to say. And then, you know, thank God for all of this. Like, it's amazing. I've never been in this type of situation. I know I'm looking around because it's just I'm in awe of like everything that's in here. <laughs> Imagine how how I come to work every day, right? Right. <laughs> and uh, having the opportunity to do this. You right. know what I'm saying? And uh, one of the things I'm glad about is not just going to the Venice Basketball League, but having an opportunity to do the same thing that I was doing inside of prison immediately when I came home from prison and meeting you was part of that. So tell the people some about your basketball history. What did you do during, was it junior high school, high school? When did you first pick up a basketball and say, this is something I want to get into? Honestly, man, it's a funny story because uh, my, my stepfather, he took me to the Boys and Girls Club when I was in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. um, and all I wanted to do was play football. I'm from Texas, you know, football. Is what part of Texas? Colleen, Texas. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> I went to Colleen High School. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 1982. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I went That's to the year Colleen I was High born. School. Well, you know, we ain't gonna talk about that. We're we, we not. We're not sorry. gonna talk about sorry, that. Man. Aging me like that. Everybody know I'm 56. I'm not ashamed of that. You know, he was born in 82, so that lets you know, ladies. You heard that? 82. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, where did I leave off at? At Colleen. Yeah, Colleen. Yeah, I went there. Um, no, nah, we wasn't talking about that. Yeah, well, you was playing football. Yeah, I was playing football, and then my dad took me to the Boys and Girls Club, mm -hmm. and then wanted to sign up for football, and they said, yo, they just started two weeks ago. It's a little too late. So I was a little heartbroken, and then mm -hmm. my dad said, you know, we got, no, um, the lady behind the desk said, we have basketball, though. It's getting ready to start. So my dad looked at me, and he was like, yo, you want to play basketball? And I was like. <laughs> I didn't even want to play basketball. It wasn't even right. my passion at the time. Um, then I want to say sixth grade, I was walking up to middle school, and a lot of the kids were playing outside, just playing pickup basketball outside right in front of the school. Mm -hmm. And we would go up there early. It's kind of crazy. We would go up there like 6 o'clock in the morning. Class wouldn't be starting until 8 o'clock. But we would get there all early, playing basketball, sweating our school clothes and everything, right. go to class. That's All what, day smelling like. I don't, I don't think uh, there's a kid in school, right, even when I was going to school a long mm -hmm. time ago, we all played football and basketball and got sweaty and then went to school. Right. <laughs> Didn't even care, man. All right. So now you come up out of uh, middle school and do you play basketball in high school? Yes, I did play And this play is the first time you really got into the, I want to say the X's and O's of it and learning how, mm -hmm. the drills and everything. So right. how does that develop in high school? Um, honestly, um, I always knew how to play hard. At Clean High School, we were called the running rules. Mm -hmm. So having our best players, you know, they just got to freelance. I wasn't a good player at the time. You know, I was late bloomer. Um, I was playing more football. Mm -hmm. So just understanding the game and then finding out, like, I'm a role player. I can be a really, really good role player. So I found a way to rebound. I was one of the best rebounders. I wasn't even that big, but 
you know, I found a way. Um, also, now when you say find a way, but I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to back up some because when you say find a way, a lot of that has to do with coaching and and also footwork and practice. So, what did you do to improve your footwork? Since you said you was undersized, what did you do to improve your footwork to find yourself in those positions? Honestly, football helped out a lot with that. Okay, let's talk about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Playing football, just um, being a wide receiver, mm-hmm. you know, trying to use my body to screen a person off. Right. So I knew how to. I learned how to seal real fast. So like just running into a spot on the court, getting advantage on the position mm-hmm. on a on a person that's guarding you, right? And then holding him off and creating an angle for somebody to pass you the ball to get an easy bucket. Now one of the other things that takes place as a wide receiver to train in is also the hands, how to free up from a defender, yes sir, right? And no, yes, do those same hand te- uh, hand techniques play in basketball as well when you're fighting for position down low? Oh yeah, yeah, all of that goes into each other. I mean, because mm-hmm. it's competing, so you start to learn whatever sport you play, you start to learn competing. Is going to have hands on you. So you learn that very quick in any sport, I believe. Right. Well, let's just, we'll, we'll stick with basketball and football. Right, right. But you're definitely right. The principle is across the board. But since you were playing both sports, then I guess what I'm trying to say, what part of the football uh, fundamentals transferred easily over to basketball other than just the going down and sealing and finding a spot down in the paint and calling definitely for the ball? Definitely body, body positioning. Body positioning. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, like I said, the hand techniques when you have a defender in front of you to even get them and seal them. Right, right. The same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and let's I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of the physical content also. I also, I, I, I look for it. I seek it. Didn't we see that in the in the setup tape? <laughs> I think we saw that he's not afraid of physical contact. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So I did you it. did you play any collegiate ball or did the service come calling? Um, I tried. I tried out for a team. I didn't make it. It was my first time ever getting cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I got lost a little bit, a little confused, mm-hmm. trying to work. Um, it just didn't work out. Started getting to you know arguments with my parents. You know the the Asian culture is just like they want a lot. You know. You know, so um, well, I decided to b- Before we go past that, because a lot of times I don't think a lot of people appreciate the cultural differences in what you're talking about, yeah. you know, versus, uh, you know, we grow up how we grow up. So let's talk a little bit about the Asian culture and what you what's implied in what you said. And I'm assuming you're talking about the respect for parents mm-hmm. and go ahead and explain it. Yeah, yeah. Just step. like having the respect for parents and then, you know, they'd like to talk about their child and their successes and stuff. So, you know, they try to plan out their child's future. And I honestly feel like growing up in America, it's it's a little overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it can actually drive a kid down, push them away from their parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can be tough at times. So now what did you do in that position when you had um, that 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 pivot point right there? Right, right. Uh, honestly, I, I still didn't know who I was. I didn't have the confidence. But I... I knew common sense, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't doing anything with my life. So my stepfather, he was in the Air Army, retired. Um, so he put some enlightening on the military on me. So I decided to join the, uh, the Air Force. Now, when I was down in Killeen, Texas, the reason I went there is because I was Fort Hood's right there. Right. And a very, very big uh, Army the base. the biggest Army base. Right. Unfortunately, we had a tragedy there uh, a couple of years back. And, right, right. And, you know, we definitely want to send our thoughts and prayers out to those people. Um, and in that, when we're talking about uh, the transferring over and bringing the basketball fully in, right, did that come up while you was inside the service as well? Honestly, it was. It um, did? Yeah, because uh, I got to get a different perspective of people in different areas. Mm-hmm. And the way, that I pl- the way that we played in Killeen, Texas, 
um, it helped me. Mm-hmm. It gave me an advantage. Well, before we go any further, because uh, I, I want to set set up what I'm about to ask you, right. we have a clip I want to play real quick so All people right. can get to know about what I'm going to ask you first. That's Let's play this clip real quick. Goes by the nickname Buddha. I think we've all been a little disappointed by El Nino this year, but here at Miracosta College, it's been raining threes all year long. His highlight reel is so incredibly impressive, I decided somebody had to guard this guy. Oh, that's a steal! By basketball standards, you're watching two old men play one-on-one. Because Larry Buddha Boyd is 34 years old. I started believing in myself. Buddha served in the Air Force for 10 years, but never gave up on his hoop dreams. The problem was his weight ballooned to 270 pounds from eating too much. Pizza, a lot of pizza, and, and more some pizza. more pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Buddha lost 50 pounds, and one night when he was hitting shot after shot, the crowd started chanting a nickname that stuck. Every time I scored, the crowd was just like, Buddha, Buddha. Watching Buddha's game can be a spiritual experience. I mean, what were the odds a 34-year-old would make the All-State team? The odds are not good, but it's a great, great story. Miracosta's basketball coach, Pat Conahan. He had a dream to play college basketball, and he was so excited to know that he was going to get a chance to do that. In California, there is no age limit to play sports at a community college, which means old school is still welcome. Nice form. Nice. Nice. I don't want to. Yeah, I like it. I don't want to knock your teeth out. Buddha was a firefighter in the military. <laughs> and sure knew how to extinguish my game. So we worked on his, because just days from now, he has a tryout to play professionally overseas. And with the camera rolling, Buddha awakened to hit 10 threes in a row. <laughs> I thought that death and taxes were the only two for sure things in this world. But now we need to add Buddha Boyd to the list. Jeff Zevely, CBS News 8. All right, we're back with uh, Buddha. Now, they just saw the clip of you. So how old was you when you tried out for that college team? Because that made a lot of news right there. Yeah, I was 32 years old. 32. <laughs> so how was the kids on the team when you went out there? Uh, honestly, I had like this young look, so they didn't think anything <laughs> of it. And then I could still play at a high level. Okay. And then when I actually told them how old I was, and they were like, what? What? <laughs> no way. And then I told him I like did it 10 years in the Air Force. Nobody wanted to fight me for show sure after that. <laughs> you know, America's the we do train our soldiers very, very well. Yeah. Don't want to mess with none of them. So where did the service take you around the world with your basketball um, game as well? Yeah, first base they took me was Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, big culture shock, big weather shock. Definitely. Yeah, but um I loved it. Uh it was a big basketball town, mm-hmm. you know, Anchorage. It's actually a bigger city than most people think. There's a lot of people there. Definitely a metropolis. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, just everybody was like locked in. Mario Chalmers was up there in high okay. school yeah, right. when I was up there. So seeing him like Matter of fact, uh, was uh, 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 I think his nickname was the Alaskan Assassin. Was he up there too during that time? What's that, Trajan Lane? Yeah, Trajan Lane. Nah, I think he was in college already. He's a little older than you? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And so now you go... Uh, to Alaska and other parts around the world playing yeah, basketball. I went to New Mexico, and then I went to Korea, and Korea just kind of did it for me. It was 
playing basketball all the time. Mm -hmm. All the bases over there had like a varsity team. And then every weekend there was like a schedule where you would play them over there and then they would play at your place. Mm -hmm. And then we would have like an end of season tournament. It was, wow. Yeah, it was like a, man, it kept my morale up while mm -hmm. I was over there, even though I was away from family. And so now you come home, mm -hmm. you're out of the military mm -hmm. and you're still playing basketball. Mm -hmm. So where does the VBL fit in at this point? Um, it's, it's crazy because um, honestly, just getting to California was, was amazing to me. Just um, not having a plan, um, having faith in myself mm -hmm. and in my God. Uh, just followed my heart and basketball was put in my heart for a reason. So wherever basketball took me, it led me all the way out to California. Um, I'm sorry. I forgot what was the original question. <laughs> where did, how did, where does the VBL fit in? Oh, uh, played co with, uh, college. Um, I had a teammate, mm -hmm. Kevin, um, Kevin Zhang. He's from China. Mm -hmm. Uh, was playing with a team in LA, uh, named the Chinese elite team. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Chinese elite yeah. basketball, right? Uh, they had, um, some guys that were like trying to play pro. So they were missing some guys. So they were like, man, we need some people. And then, um, he said that, yo, I had this friend named Buddha. And I guess my name had gone around a little bit in the Asian community. So he said he guessed his name had went around in the Asian community. Yeah. Cause he, he said that, uh, I know, I know, I know Buddha. And then they were like, you know, Buddha. <laughs> The, mo know, the moment yeah. you found out you was famous. <laughs> no, I don't know about famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. When people start knowing about your basketball game, see, that's what, that's what gets me, right? Yeah. So I did 26 in prison. Right, right. Every right. yard I go to, I find out who the ball players was. Mm -hmm. When I come out here, it's the same thing in the VBL. That first day at Dotweiler Beach, I'm calling the game, but I'm watching everybody's game. So I see and pick out six or seven really good players, right? And then there's another tier of players that are good, Right. But they call role players. Right. Right. And mm -hmm. so that's where I see you. I see the Hezzy God. I see baby V, Victoria Mazio. Oh, I, I see Dr. Sharin. You know what I'm saying? I see all of these players running around there. Flash, that. Drewski. You know what I'm saying? The body snatcher. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm watching all of these players and I'm like, man, this league is dope. This I league is it. dope. Yeah, I love you know, it. and mm -hmm. I meet you there as well. Mm -hmm. So before we close out on this interview, right, I want to talk more about some of the community work that you do as well. Can you go into that and, and the work that you do with the youth? Uh, yeah, I was training some kids uh, called Pisces Basketball Academy, mm -hmm. and then um, we're actually going to kick off another summer youth camp. And uh, yeah, just helping kids get better, teaching them how to work, teaching them how to grind, passing on all the knowledge that you know I've gained. Um, but what's the age group that you're working with? Uh, anywhere from like five to I want to say fifteen. Okay, that 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 premium time mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. you really have to get to somebody and be a mentor to. What is that like though? Because you have to look at how you grew up. How do you approach kids now in a mentor role based on how society is kind of structured now? Because you just it used to be back in the day I could walk up to you and talk to you mm -hmm. as a G. Right. Right. But now it's a little different. So how do you navigate the society and the, and the structure and still be able to reach at those kids? I honestly just remember I tap into like how I felt growing up and I, I wish somebody would have just took a hold of my hand and just showed me the way, gave me game, taught me how to grind, mm -hmm. you know, work hard for everything. Um, my parents, I love them to death, you know, um, hardworking parents. Uh, one's Puerto Rican, one's Korean. So all they know is how to work hard, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and that's a cultural thing as well. Correct. Not that anybody else doesn't, but right. particularly with Korean culture or Asian culture and, and Hispanic culture, it's work, work, right, work, right, work, right, work. Right, right, right. So just... Uh, 
I get sidetracked real easy. You good. It's okay. Don't yeah. worry about it. You on hard in the paint. You can get sidetracked. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll t- get we down teammates. in the post. We get down in the post yeah. and put the hands up where you want the ball to go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah we're teammates. <laughs> so where was that? You, you was talking about helping the kids, man. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the yeah. thing, let's go here as we close out. So this is your camera over here where you're going to speak directly, mm-hmm. right? So whatever you want to say to those kids and anybody else, this is your moment to give it to them right now. Man, honestly, just... Uh, do everything with 110%. Don't be afraid to mess up. Um, I actually encourage people to mess up uh, and get back up and go even harder because you learn a lesson right there. And you just keep pushing forward. And the more reps you get, the better you get at that, whatever you're repping on. It's anything. Um, with basketball, my game elevated a lot. But any career field you choose, any dream that you want to chase, get the reps in. Get those reps in, mess up, and get better at it every day. That kind of sounds like mama mentality right there. This is my man, Larry Boyd, a.k.a. Buddha Bless. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for showing up, man. This yeah. was almost like spur of the moment for you because it was like two days ago. You right. was like, man, I'm ready, man. Put, put me in, coach. I got my tennis shoes right in And he showed up in flip-flops <laughs> and then he beat me. Oh, you guys are going to see that at the end of the show. You didn't see the free throw challenge yet, uh, but you will because in the moment we're going to sign out on Hard in the Paint. Can I give a shout out? Give a shout out right I there. I want to give a shout out to my daughter, Makaya Yasmin Boyd, um, graduating Yakota High School. Uh, so proud of you. Um, got accepted to Washington State University. Let's go Cougars. You heard that. As we close out, communication is key for everything. Part of communication is community. Part of communication is communion. Part of communication that's not in those words is listening. We're given two ears and one mouth for a reason. We should listen more than we speak. Also, understanding how dangerous the mouth is, because if the tongue gets bit, you can't talk. So you should hold your mouth and make sure that when you speak, your teeth aren't going to bite your tongue. My name is Aaron Showtime Taylor, and you have been hard in the pain.